0: It's time now for super psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell, and your golden years.
1: Dr. Karpel and your golden years this evening and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time and at 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on blogtalkradio.com and on Dr. and also now on Apple Podcasts. And today is Sunday, July the 12th, 2020, and I'm psychologist Dr. Karpel, and I'm coming to you live from isolation in beautiful and extremely hot Austin, Texas. And I hope that you're all staying safe and cool wherever you are and that you had a safe holiday weekend last week. Art Mendoza, of Accomplice Entertainment, producer of this program, is here with us to make the show run smoothly as usual. And we have another great program in store for you this evening. In a little while after the break, will be joined on the phone from Colorado by two times number one international best-selling author, founder and host of the Wisdom Talk radio podcast, executive coach, international speaker and trainer, and founder and CEO of the BACA Institute, Lori Seymour. And Lori will be here to discuss how you can be an innovator at any age and in every aspect of your life and then later in the program we'll go back to the Bay of Benditas for a few minutes to talk with the twins Minerva and Ruben who'll tell us about another place to visit in Mexico and along the way I'll speak a little bit about living with passion um, during this time. And throughout this evening's program, we will have time to take your questions. So if you have any questions or comments for me or for my guest, please feel free to give a call. The toll-free number is 345-4720, that's 855-345-4720, or you can email your questions to me, and I'll read them on the air. My email address is drmara, D-R-M-A-R-A, at Dr. drmarakarpel.com d-r-m-a-r-a-k-a-r-p-e-l dot com and you can hear this evening's program again by going to my website and the link to the podcast will be posted later tonight along with all of the website links that we discuss on this evening's program and you can also hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes after the show ends by going directly to blogtalkradio.com b-l-o-g talkradio.com, slash your golden years, and the podcast will also be available along with all of the other podcasts for the last six and a half years um, on Apple Podcasts. And for information from this show, from previous programs for the last six and a half years, and updates, um, blogs, all of that information, information about my book, it's a one-stop shop. Go to my website, drmarikarpel.com, and you can hear all of the previous programs, as I said, at blogtalkradio.com. And for future shows and upcoming events, follow me on Facebook, Dr. Marikarpel, Your Golden Years. This program is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions. And we're going to take a brief break, but please don't go anywhere because it's going to be a very brief break. And when we come back, we'll be joined right here by Lori Seymour to talk about how you can be an innovator at any age. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors.
1: If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpel.com. And now joining us on the phone from Colorado, as I said, we have two-time number one international best-selling author, founder and host of the Wisdom Talk Radio podcast, executive coach, international speaker and trainer, And founder and CEO of the Baca Institute, Lori Seymour. Welcome, Lori.
3: Thank you, Mara. I am delighted to be here. And uh, it is hot here, too.
1: Yeah, I think it's hot across the country. Um, (laughs) So everybody needs to just take it easy and stay inside. (laughs) And listen to us. And listen to us, exactly. The best thing. <laughs> so just a just a little reminder. When we speak like this there might be a little bit of a delay. So I like to remind everybody of that. Um, so how are you? Um this evening. It's been a little while. We 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 spoke the last time when I was on your program last month and I'm so thrilled to have you back to talk on my show this time.
3: Yes, it is. It's my pleasure. We had a delightful conversation uh, for Wisdom Talk Radio, and I was so grateful to have you on, and um, I'm delighted to be here. You know, it's it's an odd time in a, a Sunday afternoon to suddenly say, oh, I'm going to shift from, you know, making the shopping list to <laughs> talk to you. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice, nice shift, though. So...
1: so before we delve into this topic, you can let our listeners know a little bit about your background.
3: Certainly. um I started out my career as a psychotherapist and I went into being a psychotherapist and maybe this was something that you can relate to because I always wanted to know about how life worked and mm-hmm. i being a psychotherapist was a great way to, to research that, to explore that within myself, and to help other people in that same way of, you know, what is, what is our life about and how can we truly live uh, in an inspired way?
1: Right, right. And now you have the Baca Institute, and what is that?
3: Well, a number of years ago, I, I want to say I uh, unofficially or maybe even officially left being a psychotherapist, and I started exploring life in some different ways, uh, including in, in the technical world being a uh, solutions engineer. But I was part of a group of people who were doing research in energy with how being with energy in some different ways Opened us up to the way that life could flow, and um, and then to to be able to be the creators of our own universe, uh, of our own life, mm-hmm. really. Mm. And that's where that. the pocket Institute was was born.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So maybe we can just. Jump, jump right in because you, you know, um, I, you were going to talk about how we can be innovators in our own life. Um, and, you know, I have people on this program who may feel like, oh, it's too late for me. Um, you know, I've already lived my life. What, you know, how can I be an innovator at this point? And so maybe you can talk about some ways that what, what does that mean to be an innovator, and um, how can we do that even, you know, later in our lives?
3: That's a great question, Mara. You know, I sometimes feel that. I'm, I, I feel like I'm um, sometimes I'm on creative fire, but then there's times where I say, I don't have the energy to do this anymore, and, and I really mm-hmm. start feeling like it, it is too late. And I'm in my mid-60s, so, you know, there's probably people listening that can relate from that perspective. And then I realize, because in my own life, I've come to that place, you know, many times in different ways that I can just think of as self-doubt. But then I realize that I'm still alive, and Mm -hmm. the universe is still, you know, pumping its energy through me. I'm still breathing, and that act of, of inspiration to breathe in in a way is really um, is really the source of inspiration and in, in inspiration in this way is um, I guess I could say it as an act of co-creation, an act of co-creation with the universe. so whether we're you know writing a song or painting a picture or writing a book or creating a wonderful meal or a wonderful event that brings people that we love together that's an inspired action
4: mhm mhm
1: yeah so um you know i i took a look at your website i read some of your blogs really interesting um, and you talk a lot about meditation. And, and how does meditation, how would you say that meditation figures into all of this? It seems to be like a very important part of it in your writing.
3: It, it is because it's, it's not meditation per se. It's any way that you can go inside, that you can allow yourself to be quiet enough to connect in with the essence of who you are. And life is full of distractions. Life is full of busyness. We know that. And especially right now with, uh, with being in isolation, with being at home more, with, without the usual things that um, might be capturing us to you know, take us off into the outer world, we're, we're having to learn a new way of being with ourselves. And, and yet this new way can really serve us, no matter what's going on because when i when I feel myself, when I meditate, when I take time to get quiet, when I allow myself to to do that, I really tap into what the universe is wanting to say to me it's like I start to mm-hmm. listen instead of always being busy with my thoughts.
1: Mhm, mhm, Yeah, I can relate to that <laughs> um, <laughs> you know i I think it's very easy for our minds to just sort of spin, even if we're not physically busy, for our minds to become extremely busy. And then we're not really hearing, you know, what our heart is telling us.
3: That's exactly it. And truly, uh, we could say that there's a lot that our hearts want to share with us, want to express, um, there is There is an aspect of of the universe that we are part of, and you know and the everything is energy in the universe, and mm-hmm. we're part of that same energy so when we can feel that flow of that energy through us, we get receptive to to new ideas to new possibilities to maybe a picture of something that we, with our own unique talents, could be creating, could be innovating on. But unless we get quiet enough to hear that, to listen to it, to receive it, and to be willing to receive it, then it, it kind of passes us by. And, mm-hmm. or we, you know, we get an idea and we think, well, I couldn't possibly do that. You know, this is too big for me. Um, but if it's coming to you, if that i if an idea is coming to you, if you get a picture, if you have a dream, it's there for a reason, and that reason is is enough for us to start paying attention to it, even if we don't know what the reason is it's to It's to learn how to pay attention to the way that life speaks to you
1: mhm, mhm yeah, and you know we discussed this. You know, when you and I were talking about how when we, you know, when we have those whispers from the universe or in our own heart and we follow it, it, it can be very exciting.
3: It can. And it, that you just mentioned something really important. That's the following of it. Because we can get a great idea and we can say, wow, that's a great idea. But if we don't do anything with it, if we don't take action... Um, if we don't also let ourselves be inspired to see what the next steps are, what the resources we need are. And all that can come is inspiration. I, I have, um, actually it's a it's a mutual friend of ours that um, mm-hmm. just recently in a meditation session, because uh, I do twice weekly meditation live online sessions, but just recently she had this whole experience of, of a project that she wanted to do, a writing project. And it was something that she'd had the idea about a long time before, but hadn't done anything with it. And it came back this time in, kind of in full force and with all of these pictures of the pieces that went with it and the actions mm-hmm. that she needed to take. And so she's starting to take action, because if we don't do that, the inspiration just kind of dies on the vine.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So,
3: you know, from what you're
1: saying is that, you know, the um, meditation doesn't just bring us the inspiration, but can, but can also help us to problem solve, just to actually absolutely. see how, what we're going to do. Mhm. Mhm.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. So, it does because it problem solving is not just something we do in our heads. We do it with our whole being when we do it this mm-hmm.
1: way, right, right. Um, so it's much less frustrating. <laughs> it's more of <laughs> it's more of an inspired sort of action that you're
3: taking rather
1: than trying to bang your head against the wall to come up with solutions.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Because we we know that you know they say that you can't um, solve a problem with the same thought process that you use to create the problem, and that's true.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And you know there is so many there are so many possibilities out there, and if we just use our intellect, well that's just one part of ourselves, and it's not to ignore that or to forget about that part, but there's this whole other aspect of us. That we can invite in as we learn how to connect with that part of ourselves.
1: Mhm.
3: Mhm. So I noticed on your website you talk about the pillars, the BACA
1: pillars. Are these are these part of you know part of the, the series of pillars?
3: No, the BACA pillars are really a way of um, organizing a lot of the writing that I've done. Because I've done, you know, for over the years, the BACA uh, Institute was originally the BACA journey and it's been around for about 10, almost 10 years. And uh, Mm -hmm. it was my way of looking at um, at how we live our lives and how we go through our journey very much like Joseph Campbell's uh, journey, the the hero's journey. And the idea of, you know, hearing an inner call and then really paying attention to that call, um, and then going off on the quest. We have this mm-hmm. you know, inner quest to find what is, what is it that we're being called to do, what is our purpose, what is our, our own meaning of life. And that happens over and over again. It's not a one-time thing. Right. Right.
1: You know, you work with clients on this journey as well, don't you? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm I do. Have you found that over time the the calling changes, as so people hit different points in their life?
3: Very much indeed. Um, one of the things that I find is, After people go through something major, it might be a divorce or a a job loss or a job change or something that shifts very strongly, or it could be like right now with the pandemic, Mm -hmm. um, that people come to a place where they say, I feel something so different in me, but I have no idea what it is. I don't know what I'm being called for, And, and so I start to work with them to... To bring them into that place where they can discover what that is, and what their own way of creating or innovating in the world should—not should be, but can be.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I would imagine
1: after this uh, um, experience that we're all having at the same time that there mm-hmm. are going to be quite a few people who have a different perspective of, about life and, and a different calling or, you know, or hearing their calling that they never listened to before.
3: And maybe they never had time. Right. I mean, I know a lot mm-hmm. of people right now are being stressed, stretched for time because maybe they have young kids at home that, you know, mm-hmm. that aren't going to school and um, and so you know, having a moment to themselves is is something they just they just long for. I have one person um, who comes to these uh, twice weekly meditation sessions from, from Europe, and she recently said she said I, you know this is really kind of a, a lifeline to me because I have these kids at home. I'm not doing my usual work, and I and everything is you know kind of is on her.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Of, you know, it's not a vacation. <laughs> <laughs>
3: truly, truly.
1: <laughs> so, you know, I know you. You wrote about um, live, thriving during this during this time. Maybe you can talk a little bit. Are there some about that? Maybe are there some things that listeners might keep in mind to help them to um Move from a place of just keeping their head above the water to actually thriving during this time
3: Sure um, think I think of this time as as kind of like um like waves of change, and we always feel that is, is the truth. I mean life is change, but it's there's so much it's so much grander right now, it's so much in our face right now. And so we need sure. to we need to start to develop our inner resilience to be able to ride the, those waves more easily. Um, and so we need to be ready to to have a, a sense of where we want to go, like what, where we want to lead, where we want to follow. You know, having a sense of our own leadership and mm-hmm. and have the willingness to to embrace change to not try and hold on to what was, because what was is gone.
1: Right. Right. And I think you said something really important, that life is always changing, because I know people are talking about, well, when we get back to normal, but we never really get back to normal, right? Life is always changing. It's just that it happened so quickly and so much all at once
3: very true very true and and that there is the other piece that i want to really bring forward is we have the possibility to go inside and get our own inner guidance and that's probably my most central teaching and and what has changed my life entirely was the realization that i'm not here alone and that there is an aspect of me that's connected with everything and so I can mm-hmm. tap into that part and and get and ask the questions you know ask the questions and listen for what direction do I need to go in what next steps do I need to take
1: yeah that's i think really important um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are always looking outside themselves for the answers and looking to other people to tell them what to do.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is what I think of as our creative intelligence. Um, people talk a lot mm-hmm. about emotional intelligence, but creative intelligence is that that more refined gut instinct. People talk about intuition, but... I think of creative intelligence as even more strongly that aspect of ourselves that is the way that we connect with what some people might call intuition or gut instinct because it exists. Mm -hmm. It exists within us and exists in our life, but we have to learn how to listen for it and how to then take action from it.
1: Right, right. So I would imagine that meditation is a big part of that as well. (laughs)
3: It is, it is. I mean, I know I kind of keep coming back to that. And, um, mm-hmm. and and some people don't want to sit and meditate. Maybe for them it's a moving meditation. It's a walking in nature meditation. Um, it's some way to get quieter so that you can open to this, you know, magic, really, um, capital M magic that is all around us in life.
4: hmm hmm
3: yeah, it's kind of like, um, you know,
1: somebody's having a difficult time trying to solve a problem and then they all of a sudden the answer comes to them while they're taking a shower, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> or while they're running. <laughs> yeah.
3: Right. Yeah,
1: something, right. something that gets us out of our own head, I think, our own mind. Um,
3: and brings us into the present moment
1: hmm hmm But right.
3: you know our our um, ego egoic self, if I can say it that way. Sometimes we want to be in control, and I will talk about that for me. I I have always been one to uh, want to be in control, and so I've thought I used to think that that meant that if I listened to something from this other aspect of me, from, uh, from my own intuition, from this creative intelligence, then I, you know, I, I was somehow letting go of control or, or giving something over to something else. But I've realized that I'm part of whatever this something else is and that that kind of uh, surrender, if you will, is really what's needed to live in harmony with the universe.
4: Mhm.
3: Mhm. Yeah, and I don't know
1: um, how, what you think about this, but what I have found for myself is that, you know, when I am quiet and I come up with, you know, these answers come to me, it's not completely separate from things that I've learned out in the world, but it's sort of, it's like my higher self is it's sort of synthesizing all my experiences and everything I've learned to come up with something smarter than I can put together <laughs> myself, you know, in my brain.
3: That's a great way to but put it, it.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't feel like it's divorced from the things that I've learned.
3: It's not. It's not because we have... All of us that we bring to, br- to bear on things, all of our training, all mm-hmm. of our expertise, all of our talents, and also part of us that we've kind of forgotten about or, or let uh, fade away in the distance because maybe that was a long time ago, and it's not—we haven't thought about it, or we haven't brought it into our current awareness to how it could serve us now.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. It's still in and
3: there. <laughs> it's still in there. And all you know what? All of that is innovation. Innovation is not about necessarily what we have to do in a business setting or a new product. It may be. And it's also how do we recreate ourselves in any given moment to see who we, mm. we are and want to be now.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. Wow. Oh. And I also wanted to mention, before we run out of time, that I took your quiz, your innovator quiz Ah. that you have on your website. And it was so interesting because it just, like, was so spot on. Um, It came out to be that I'm a bridge builder, that I love explaining things to people.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised.
1: (laughs) <laughs> but i thought wow that that tool that you
3: have is really smart because
1: <laughs> i I mean that's why I have this show, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, well, you know what the quiz is for is to alert people to what their their own unique creative innovator style is, because so often we've been trained in a particular way, and it goes against. What our natural way of being is, and and that, and trying to do it someone else's way or the way we've been taught, may be exactly what's standing in the way of creating what it is we want to create right now. Turning our ideas into reality.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I I think that that's often the case that people feel that they're supposed to do things a certain way or or follow a certain path. And that frequently keeps them from doing what they're really supposed to be doing.
3: You've got it. Yep, that's exactly it. And we have a superpower, mm-hmm. you know, of innovation, and we just have to discover what its is. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: So, so Lori, if people are interested in, in, I mean, you do a lot, you have your coaching, your courses, your podcast, your books, your blog, your um, some free things on your website. Um, how can they do? A, how can they find out more about all of that?
3: The best way would be to uh, go to thebacainstitute.com, and that's B as in boy, B A C A, the Baca Institute. Um, they can do the, the quiz, the creative innovator style, and get lots of information for themselves that way. Um, there, you can sign up and receive uh, my free course, which is really about uh, w- different ways that you can start connecting with that inner, that inner voice. Um, and, uh, and I just want to let your listeners know that I will be doing a weekend meditation intensive it's all around Inspiration into Action, um, August 15th and 16th. So they can mm-hmm. find out about that too.
1: Great. Great. So I'll, I'll be posting that on my website, on the post about this show. Um, so people can just go there and click on it if they missed it and they didn't have their pen and paper ready. Um, yeah, there's a lot on your site. I was just having so much fun kind of jumping around the page and looking at all of the things that are there. Um, really interesting um, and inspiring. Mm. So, yeah. Thank you for we taking time that right it now. It? Yeah. Um, you know, I think we all really need that right now. We all really need to feel inspired um, because, you know, Focusing all of our attention on the news all day is not, is not good for our mental health.
3: Absolutely. So. Yeah, I totally agree. And so that's why what you're doing here uh, with, your, with your radio show and with everything you're doing is bringing all of those other possibilities forward, and I so appreciate you for doing all of that.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, and, and I you know encourage listeners to check out your show, um your podcast with all of the interesting guests that you that you've had on the program. And um and thank you so much for for being here this evening.
3: And Oh, it's my pleasure. Be sure
1: to, Yeah. Be sure to stay cool.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well you have a good a good afternoon. It's pretty early over there, so have a good afternoon and evening.
3: Thank you so
1: much. um, All right. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Okay. We're going to take a brief break, and we have more to come, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mera Carpell and your golden years, live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com.
2: Please visit us on the web at www.drmaracarpel.com.
1: All right, and we are back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on Blog Talk Radio and on com. <clears throat> and so before we go to our interview with the twins, Minerva and Ruben, who check in from time to time from the Bay of Banderas in Mexico, um, I'm just going to talk a little bit about living with passion, um, sort of dovetail on... What Lori was talking about, I just want to mention that um, Lori Seymour interviewed me on her uh, radio, on her podcast, and last month. And that interview is on my website, so you can take a look um, on my website. I have it. I have it posted under speaking engagements, and I believe under my radio program, so you can listen. Um, She does a really great job with her interviews, and you might want to check out all of the other interviews that she's done with some really interesting people. Um, I also want to let you know that you can find my latest blogs on my website, and I want to talk a little bit delaying gratification during this time. Um, And I think I'm going to approach it from a very positive perspective uh, and kind of going from what Lori was talking about. We're in a really difficult time. Um, As I said, it's very hot out. (laughs) That's temporary, but it's a much shorter time than the amount of time that we have all been in isolation for the last several months. And things in New York and in the East Coast are getting better, but things here in Texas and Florida, Arizona, and many other states around the country are getting worse um, in terms of the virus. The numbers are going up and, and people are still getting very sick. So it's really important that we heed the, the advice of the medical professionals who tell us that we need to just stay home and, you know, unless we have to go somewhere and when we do have to go out to wear a mask, it's as simple as that, wearing a mask. Um, I think that the numbers have gone up because people are anxious to get back to, as I was saying, life uh, as usual, to live, you know, go back to normal and to feel as if everything is okay and there's no virus. But the truth is there really is a virus. And I think that this is a really good exercise for all of us to learn to delay gratification. Um, You know, when I was a kid, that was something that we had to do. We didn't have a lot of money. And so if I wanted something, I had to wait. And maybe um, for my birthday, in order to get it get this thing that I wanted as a gift sometimes if it was a really big gift it was like a combination of holiday gift and birthday combined Um, you know I I couldn't get everything that I wanted we had to delay gratification we didn't in terms of going out to eat um, that people go out to eat all the time now when I was it kid, we would only go out to eat on special occasions. And a lot of times we would combine those special occasions together. My brothers and I all share stays around the same time of year and it's around the same time as graduation. So if anybody was graduating, we would go out to dinner and celebrate all of our birthdays plus the graduation in one dinner. And I did not feel deprived by that. I actually appreciated those dinners out more than I do now when it's, you know, up until this pandemic where eating out was, you know, something that I could do regularly. Um, I think that I lost my appreciation for the specialness of eating out, for the specialness of going on vacation or for this of buying something really um, that I really wanted. So, uh, you know, I think this is a really good time for us to relearn that, that we've become a very consumer-oriented society where we just get what we want when we want it rather than putting it off and saying, let me save for that. Let me, rather than put it on a credit card let me save up until I have the money to buy that for myself and not, uh, you know, have to miss out on paying the rent or other bills. So saving up for it. Um, I think this is a good time to practice that, to practice uh, learning to put things off, Um you know, when I was growing up, I was told that was what you do when you're mature. When, we, when you become an adult, you, you delay gratification. Um, so the other, um, other thing I was thinking about is my own parents. My parents both lived through World War II. My mom was a little girl at home and my dad was actually in the military fighting in World War II. And at that time, whether you were home or you were in the service, you were all part of the war effort and everybody was involved. Everybody gave things up in order to help the war effort, to help with having enough supplies for the American soldiers so that we can win the war and it went on the war went on and on it wasn't just a few months it seems like we have lost that ability in the uh, you know in the young the generations since the what they what's been named the greatest generation that we people are upset if they can't get a haircut now or if they can't go out to eat or if they can't um, hang out with their friends on the beach. Um, you know I think it would it 's a really good time for us to go back to that to to band together. This is not just about me it 's not just about you it's about us. And the positive outcome of that is not only that we can together can beat this virus and keep each other well, but I think it brings people closer. Rather than being divided by political party or religious beliefs or race, um, you know, whatever divides people these days. We're so divided in so many ways that if we all we are all connected and um, this virus doesn't care what color you are, doesn't care what religion you are, and it does not care whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. So if we could all come together in keeping each other safe by not spreading the virus, some doing something as simple as staying home is actually keeping other people safe and wearing a mask when we go out and putting off, delaying gratification. We don't have to go out to eat. We don't have to go out and hang out in groups of people. Yes, we miss people. Let's stay connected. Stay connected by phone, stay connected by video, um, get together with friends for a walk outdoors and with your masks on six feet apart. <laughs> um, those still feel good. It's still, you're still having a connection. But when we all come together, when this is all done, how much more will we appreciate it? And won't it feel wonderful that we all all come together knowing that we protected each other and that we're all still here, that our friends aren't missing because they got sick? Um, So, and during this time, this is a really good time to reconnect with ourselves. We're not running around. We're not going out and buying things to make ourselves feel good for a moment. You know, buying and buying and buying is kind of like a drug. It stimulates the parts of the brain that uh, release the same chemicals that taking drugs release. So if we're not going out and doing those things, we actually have time to sort of detox and Detox from those things that keep us from really knowing who we are inside and really connecting to ourselves. Things have quieted down. This is a really good time. Spend some time in meditation or take a walk in nature um, or spend some time gardening or reading or writing or drawing or painting and reconnect yourself. Meditate. Find a form of meditation that you enjoy. Take one of Lori Seymour's classes and reconnect with yourself. And then you realize that you don't need all of those things that you thought you needed before. You don't need to do all of those things that you thought you needed to do before. Um, Before this pandemic hit, I was constantly speaking on this program and writing about giving up all those things that you don't really need. Are, are there because people were feeling so overwhelmed, they were doing too much and it was keeping them from actually following their passion and following their joy because they were just so busy doing things that were expected of them or what they thought they needed to do. Um, Now that you don't have to do those things, maybe this is a good time to reevaluate what you can leave behind and not doing again once we get back out into the world. And it's a good time to reconnect with yourself and delay gratification so that when you do come out in the world, how much more will you appreciate all of those things that you haven't been doing during this time? So I'm going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to hear some music um, about Mexico, (laughs) and we're going to hear from the twins, Minerva and Ruben, um, in Bay of Banderas, who is telling us some of the beautiful sights in Mexico, even during this pandemic. So stick around and... We will hear those interviews.
2: Please visit us on the web at www.drmaricarpel.com.
5: Flying so high now, shows a man where to fish. Watch me send it, he lies in his hammock. Teach his stories how to live, and he knows how to live. High in that mountain Watch the clouds rolling in Señorita They dance on that shoreline Making plans for that kiss And they know how to kiss They say that we're one hour behind But the Señor Keep us in time. That part BCT just blows through my mind. It takes me back to my place. Punta Mita time.
1: Right. it's time for another interview with Minerva and Ruben down in Bay of Banderas. How is everyone? Good.
6: Good. Okay. How is everyone
1: there? We're good. We're good. Um, I understand that you're going to talk about Yalapa today. Minerva, why don't you go ahead and start? Sure. Yalapa is a small beach
6: town in Cabo Corrientes, Jalisco, Mexico. The name Yelapa is an old Native American word that means where two rivers meet the The population is only 1,500, both Mexican and foreigners. And the four original families of around 30 people still live in Yelapa. There is a famous palapa on the side of the mountain named Rancho Sueno, where the Char- charipos lived and made a palapa for the moose. Musician Bob Dylan, who lived there in the 70s, on the very top of the mountain, are two large heads carved from stone that is visited by Indians from Canada.
1: How do you get to Yalapa? The best way to go to Yalapa is by taking a
6: panga from Bayarta.
1: What's a panga? It's
6: a small fishing boat.
1: All right. It sounds beautiful. So where are you taking us next time?
6: San Sebastian del Oeste up in the mountains where avocados and coffee are grown.
1: Okay. So before we go, are there any changes there now with coronavirus?
6: They continue taking
1: All right, so it sounds like it's gradually opening a little bit.
6: Yes.
1: Okay, good, good. Well, stay safe, and we'll be talking to you again next time. Okay, adios.
6: Adios. All
1: right. So that was Minerva and Ruben in Bay of Banderas in Mexico. And they're going to be joining us from time to time to talk about what's happening down there. Um, and, yeah, okay. And I want to thank Art for his music before, before the interview. That was Clinton time, his song. Next Sunday, I want to let you know before we go off the air, next Sunday, July 19th, we'll be back with another show live from here in Austin, Texas, and we'll be joined from New York City by Michael Caputo, author of the autobiography, Dear Pat Cooper, What Happened to My Father, Pasquale Caputo. Michael is also a passionate and relentless advocate for human rights, and he'll be discussing his autobiography, as well as the book that he's currently working on related to LGBTQ advocacy. And we'll also go back to Mexico and hear from the twins, Minerva and Ruben, about San Sebastian del Oeste. And our musical guests will be Keith Grimwood and Ezra Idlet from Trout Fishing in America to discuss their journey and what's happening during this time that music is on a break because of the pandemic and more. And if you want to hear tonight's program again and read the information from this show and get the links from this program, go to my website, d r m a r a k a r p e l D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com. And you can also hear the show in five minutes from now by going directly to Blog talk Radio B-L-O-G, talkradio.com slash your golden years or you can go to apple Podcasts. and if you want to find out what's coming up in the future follow me on facebook dr mara Carpel, your golden years this show was produced by accomplice entertainment postal productions and psyched up productions and special thanks to my guests Lori seymour Minerva, and Ruben in Bay of Banderas. And, of course, thank you to Art. And thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night, an inspiring week. And remember, youth has no age. Good night, everyone. Stay safe. Stay home. And it's extremely hot. And it will be for the next couple of days. So take care of yourselves and each other and stay cool.
5: So high now, shows a man where to fish, watch me send it, he lies in his hammock, teach his stories how to live, and he knows how to live. High in that mountain Watch the clouds rolling in Senorita They dance on that shoreline Making plans for that kiss And they know how to kiss They say that we're one hour behind But the Senorita Keep us in time. That part BCT just blows through my mind. It takes me back to my place. Punta meter time. <laughs> Señoritas to keep me in time That poppy CT just blows my mind And it takes me back to that place Punta Mita time